This is Ryan. And this week, it's the end of what feels like an era, but it's yeah. not. It's the end of 2020. It is the it is New Year's Eve as we record this. And uh, we're going to do like a little... We're actually going to wake up tomorrow morning and everything is going to be on like a repeat loop because we've actually fallen into like another dimension. Shut where... your dirty whore mouth. <laughs> yeah. Do not even... No. Uh, or I'm under the impression that 2020 was just the warm up. 2021 is actually going to be worse. Let's hope not, man. Let's hope not. COVID's, COVID's run rampant. The fucking the riots and the protests and all the fucking shit everywhere. And COVID's already mutated again. There's already a new strain that is ineffective, like with the the, the vaccines are ineffective against already going around. Oh, boy. It's already showed up here. In the, it's showed up in the UK. It's here in Colorado. It's here in California. Great. And then I even read an article this morning that, that said uh, Pfizer said their vaccine isn't good after three weeks so you you have like 21 days of like oh yay i can't get covid and then day 22 you're fucking infected that like, sounds kind of dumb <laughs> yeah no for sure for sure what the and then fuck? you got dumbass people i saw an article uh somebody in wisconsin i think it was in the the city of milwaukee got fired from the hospital they worked at because they took out 50 vials of the vaccine out of the refrigerator and ruined them destroyed them they became ineffective because they were not stored at the proper temperature it's 570 doses of this vaccine just gone because this fucker took it out of the refrigerator like why yeah why yeah and okay 20 2021 is actually going to be a fucking shit show compared to 2020 i'm calling it now well I at least hope that there's some good games that come out. <laughs> That's the nerd in me. Uh, they're what kind of keep me from going fucking insane with all the shit that's been going on. And and real quick, and I don't want to get into it, um, but I'm going to ask the listeners. So please respond to me on the Discord. Um, tweet me. Uh, you know, Write me on Facebook in the group or on the page. Whatever you got to do. Why are people so quick to be like, yeah. Well, let's fucking fight then. Yeah. Because <laughs> where I live, it's like when you try to have a, a discussion, and it doesn't matter like what side of the fence you're on, like people, and I don't know if it's just like Southern anger or what the fuck it is, but like around here, you ask somebody it's to not de- even, debate. It's not even the Southern anger. They're like that up here too. And it's it has something to do with, I'm going to say, a small penis and a low IQ. Like, I've just got to resort back to that caveman mentality where it's violence or nothing. I don't understand it, so I'm scared of it, and I have to destroy it. Like, But it's it's, it's very interesting to me that I, I, I asked the dude, and I won't get into what it was about, but I asked the guy, like, can you give me some like some factual proof of what you're talking about? Because, A, if you're telling the truth, I'd like to know, and B, if you're full of shit, which I'm thinking that you are, like... I want to know that too. So like, can you prove to me what you're trying to say? And he was like, why don't we just meet up and fight motherfucker? And I'm like, dude, for real, for real. Like I was like, did you forget that there was like this whole period of time where, and I'll say men, but I mean uh, anybody as the race of men, men were like, they could, we could have fucking debates about things and, and even arguments. 
and not well, fight about it. I mean, uh, we're not in fucking high school anymore. Yeah, no, the, these these cultists are super quick to just go straight to fucking anger. That that's all they know is like the propaganda gets them all riled up, and they fucking just want to throw down with anybody who disagrees with them because they don't fucking want to know what is actually going on. Nah. I yeah, I don't know. I, I just I yeah. don't know. I don't. I, know. I drove by a I drove by a flag the other day. Somebody had in their front yard a giant flag. It was like bigger than your standard flag, and it's big. Trump twenty twenty. Fuck your feelings. And I'm like, that's something that you want to fly in your front yard proudly. Like, oh, um, down the road from my grandparents' house, this guy has a big flag on his fence when you drive by that says, uh, "Trump 2020, make liberals cry again." And yeah, every, for sure. every time I drive by, I point at it and give it that Simpsons, ha ha, like, because it just, it makes me crack up. And I just wondered to myself, like, I wonder if that guy cried when he realized that his flag was stupid because it no longer meant anything. But yeah, let's, let's not go, let's not go you, there. You, 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 I know you, you really notice though, the only people who are actually like super butthurt and actually doing all the crying are these fucking cultists. Like... No, like, make the liberals cry again. What are what the fuck are we crying about? And I'm not even a liberal. I'm super fucking left. Like, liberals, to my definition, are fucking centrists, and they're pieces of shit too. Like, yeah. And the only people who are actually mad and being vocal on TV, on social media, and everything are the fucking Trump tarred maggots. Like, it's absolutely astonishing to me that they they rile up their whole fan base to be like oh let's go make the fucking liberals cry and yet they're the ones fucking crying like the irony is lost on them but it's not lost on us and that's that's what the best part is about it and i don't even consider myself i don't even know what i consider myself i guess i would probably be a piece of shit in your definition which is okay i'm cool with that uh, a lot of people think i'm a piece of shit so it's like that just that fits fine um but Love you, buddy. Love I, you. I, yeah, I love you too, man. Don't worry. I'm really not worried about it at all. Um, I just think that people ought to be good to one another, and I think yeah, that, no, like, absolutely. If if somebody needs help, you should help them. And I, and yeah. and and the last thing that I'll say is that my have the snowflake tides turned, and on that note, hopefully that whole mess will get left behind us. I'm sure it will have some bleed over. But like, hopefully, like a lot of the stupid we're, shit we're, we can we're gonna leave get it. some ha- we're gonna get some hate on the Facebook page. Eh, I don't give a shit. Or at least I will. They're gonna come after me, you fucking communist bastard. Go back to Russia. I I would be I would be shocked if somebody listened to our show that would use commie bastard in a non ironic way. So uh, I think you might be all right, but all right. <laughs> All right, we'll see. We'll see. I think, I think bring, we got... bring 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 the hate to me. I, I love the challenge. Come on. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, this week, I mean, Speaking there was there was challenges. Yeah, there, there was probably some uh, there was probably some game news. I didn't look. I have been sucked I... into Skyrim still. <laughs> I'm not yeah, and... still on Skyrim. I've been honestly, I've been playing two of the free games that Epic has given away over like the last week and a half. Uh, I have been playing The Long Dark, and I have been playing Stranded Deep. Both of them are survival games, and both of them are fantastic. Uh, I started Stranded Deep and immediately got anxiety when I had to swim to the raft. So I get on the raft, and it's like daytime, and what's the first thing I see is a fucking hammerhead shark swim by. And I'm like, oh, 
Okay, oh, so dude, I made... I'm having so much fun with those games. I love those survival games. They are they're great. They're great. I tell you, one of my one of my favorite things I've ever done was uh, in Ark Survival Evolved. I had a mod that changed all of the dinosaurs to Pokemon. Yeah, like le- like legit looking Pokemon. So it was sweet. Like you'd go to the water and there'd be a giant ass Gyarados or something. That's uh, that's fucking awesome. You'd be running up to the beach and there would be like six or seven Squirtle just like hanging out. Um, and then you have some like you know Arbok that would attack the fuck out of you and you had to run. <laughs> it was it was cool. I will if we ever pull Arc, I will probably play with that mod activated. I want to play with that mod activated. Um, okay, so cool lesson for you, um, and some listeners might know, but if you don't know, uh, Steam has a, a community mod thing built into it, right? It's not available for every game, but it's called the Steam Workshop. And yeah. uh, under under Arc, which, by the way, Arc is a massive game. It is over 100 gigs last time I checked. Um, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. But Good th- thing I got a fucking... 10 terabyte hard drive (laughs) yeah those external hard drives come in super handy uh so the workshop itself is accessible like when you go to arcs page under your and like it will be in the library you click it if you scroll down a little bit on the right it'll be like popular stuff in the workshop so you can get in through and through there and just search pokemon and boom you'll find them it's really fun uh so being as it is the end of the year i figured we'd do our tier list that we made um added a few new ones to it that we've done recently and figure we'll just talk about snake pass whenever one of us brings it up um i have our episode lists pulled up so i figure we can go from uh the fir- you know the first episode that we did up till what would what would be snake pass and then we can just finish off with that um and we can talk about where we ranked them and maybe why we ranked them there and I think that'd be a cool way to wrap up the first year of the show. Uh, grant, yeah. I mean, granted, I think you know we started in June or whatever. Um, which I had an idea that on the anniversary of one year of our show, that's when we should play Serious Sam the Second Encounter. Yeah. And then the next year, every 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 year we just do Serious Sam. I was gonna say, and then the next year we can do Serious Sam two, which is. A different than the second encounter and then we'll do serious sam 3 and then hopefully by then you'll have a bitch in pc and we can do serious I, sam yeah. 4 i i should have my bitch in pc come tax time hopefully we'll see we'll see it was crossed son yeah no uh and what was the other oh and uh at the end of, well we'll talk about it later um i worked really hard on the list last night <laughs> doing some yeah. stuff so uh I might. So we 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 finally eclipsed that one thousand games marked, right? Yes, yes. Uh, with all of the shit, I finally added in all the epic, epic store games because now that you all have the epic an, store games, now that yeah. you have an epic account, it's a little more easy for us to do that. Yeah. And it rounded us out to, and this is I, this isn't total total because the, uh, the scrambled list has games that we have played already deleted, but the games that we have left on the list. In fact, let me add a Jurassic... Oh, no, already got Jurassic World Evolution. All right, so then 1,027. Nice, nice. For you listeners, that's like 22 years of content. Yeah, man. 20, Buckle up. 22 Buckle years. Buckle up. <laughs> we're going to be... By the end of this, we're going to be... Well, the next game was Fallout 3. <laughs> Did you like it? What? By the, by the time we get to that point, like we're not even going to be able to run these games. <laughs> Yeah, that's the, true. The, the technology is going to be so advanced. It's like, no, we can't run this archaic shit. This show may evolve one day where we're like, we're all sitting in the same room in some VR 
where you tap in with a plug in the back of your head type thing. You never know. Yeah. And like who, some who actual cyberpunk knows? shit. Yeah. Sp- speaking of, just saying, I'm still loving cyberpunk. I haven't played it yet. I don't just even saying. know if my system right now will run it. To be honest, I have no idea. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say you should wait. Probably not. You should wait. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm waiting until I build the PC to do bigger games like that because i definitely know my game won't even touch serious sam 4 like i i well yeah you're probably right it it makes mine like warm up so i can i can imagine yeah uh but yeah man 1027 and you know if uh if things come up the show will evolve so we'll figure things out as we go along but that's a yeah. lot of games, and I'm sure that is a lot of games. There's gonna be more added to it because either a we're gonna see something on sale that we want, or b something new is gonna come out that we're like, oh yep. shit, we gotta play that. Or Elder Scroll Six and or one everything of the, else that maybe yeah. Oh god, don't even start talking about Elder Scroll Six. I'm gonna, <laughs> Dude, we still got like five or six years before that thing drops. Oh, I know, and, and when it does, I'm gonna ghost attack my whole room. <laughs> ectoplasm everywhere son it was a ghost it was a spooky ghost oh oh my god okay so that reminds me i have a story for you and the listeners right okay and i, I told oh, yeah. the, i told the virginity story last week so i've broken this seal so i'm taking my uncle to jacksonville today yeah. and we stop by this house and he gets out and he goes and does his thing and there's this lady there and he hugs her and they're talking i'm looking at this lady like dude she looks like she's fucked up like real fucked up on something. I don't know what it wasn't like yeah. meth or anything, but she just looked like she was fucked up. So he gets back in the truck and we're driving, and he goes, "Man, that girl, that girl back there." And I don't know her name, so I can't give it away. So this is actually the perfect story because I can't actually give away who anybody is other than my uncle. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he's not gonna care. So he's like, "Man, that girl." And again, uh, let me clarify this: my uncle has had a uh, checkered past. Let's just put it that way. So he goes, "Man, I was driving down." the road uh, across the bridge one day and i don't remember what bridge he said but he's like and i saw that girl walking so i picked her up and i had about five hundred dollars worth of dope on me and his thing was cocaine so he had you know, about five hundred dollars worth on him and he goes and i took her <laughs> he goes i took her back to the house you know and i, I gave her you know, she wanted some of it so i said all right so i gave her some of it and i said all right now here's this but you can have more after you know whatever and she he said his, he didn't even get that sentence out of his mouth all of her clothes were off Wow. And they start going at it. He said, they had a great old time. Now, here's the part that made me laugh so hard that, like, I had to focus on driving while trying to steer. Is he says, all of a sudden, Dalton, I swear to God, all of a sudden, she just flips over onto all fours and smashes her head down into the bed. And she reaches behind her with her hands and spreads her ass cheeks open. It says, uh, uncle, I'm going to call him uncle. Uncle, fuck me in the ass. Just fuck, wow. just fuck me in the ass right now. And I, I didn't know I didn't know what to do, so I just I, I like I like freaked out and I, I just I couldn't do anything, so everything just stopped and ended. And I was like, "What? You didn't fuck her in the butt?" He's like, "No, I, I, I couldn't. It just freaked me out." And I was like, "Why?" <laughs> I was like, "You should have been higher than a kite and not given a care in the world. You should have just dove in." But I, I just God, it just struck me because my uncle's never really told me any kind of story like that before. And wow, God, well. He's told me some wild stories, but dude, I laughed so hard. <laughs> it, it, it might be better if you could have seen this lady, yeah, you know what I mean, and then hear this story, but oh my God, oh, it was so funny, and I was having such a hard time driving, because yeah. I'm, like, I'm like going down the interstate or whatever, or the toll road, whatever it is, and I am just in tears, 
what the fuck? Uh, so, anyways, um, so back to the the tier list. You know, uh, it's uh, tiermaker.com. You see all the YouTubers using this, uh, yeah, doing their ranking videos up. and stuff. There we go. So we have ranked each game that we've done, and uh, I don't know how big these tier things can get because I I don't know if eventually we're gonna run out and we're gonna have to do these in sections. <laughs> Yeah, we'll probably have to, since this is the end of this hell year, oh, we, could do we this can just go year, ahead and like year one. clear this out. Yeah, <laughs> we can just go ahead and clear this out right. and then start a new list for 2021. Right. Well, uh, right. first up, the first game that we played. and uh, it do, was... you wanna, do you want to do it in order of games that we did or do you want to do it as like by how we ranked the games? Do you want to start with like F through S or um, like... I don't know. I was thinking that, or we could just do them in order because we might have some that differ. You know what I mean? So if I've got yeah, if I've fair. got one in B and you've got it in D, yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, yeah. Let's just do it. So the first game we played, uh, and if you go back and listen to that episode, I think I even did a uh, a voiceover in the beginning, like telling people, "Hey, the audio quality really sucks, but it gets better." Sorry about that. Because <laughs> I was <laughs> yeah, just, that was I was using a little fucking broken Turtle Beach headset thing. You know? Yeah. And it, oh man, it worked. We, for... we 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 still aren't up there as far as production quality, because you know. But God, we have come so far from that first episode. <laughs> like, yeah, I think uh, we're a lot more comfortable talking on the mics yeah. and stuff too. It's... No, for sure, for sure. And I think we've loosened up on like I was really trying in the beginning to be very in depth about each game. Yeah, and it kind of got to the point where I was alt tabbing out of games every ten minutes to write notes. Yeah. And it was kind of killing it for me. Like, yeah, I wasn't able to enjoy it. So now it's kind of like yeah. giving an overview of how we just, felt about the game, like or yeah, what we're just doing. playing the game and giving our thoughts about it. I like how we've come that come that direction. Yeah, um, even when we have to do them in parts, in, in the games we break up in parts, we may touch on, especially like JRPGs, we may touch on the quests and stuff like that. But like, I'm not gonna tediously be like, all right, well, you go from here to here, and then you talk to this person, and you know, I'm not gonna give like a walkthrough. Yeah. Um, so the first game that we played was Serious Sam, the first encounter. And, uh, yes. I have this as an A. I have this as an A as well. I fucking loved that game. It was a great game for us to start off with. Like, Oh, dude. I still yeah. have thoughts of just loading it back up and going to town. Like, I, it, it was so fun. So fun. And uh, our listeners, if you haven't touched the Serious Sam series yet, fucking do it it's great it, yeah it's it's a fantastic fantastic series i really enjoy it um it's fast paced uh it's like arcadey ish but uh it's not cheap like it some is. arcades it is, it is it is an arcadey shooter and i love it like um i played through i think three three quarters of that game before i realized you could play in first or third person <laughs> you can play in third person yeah yeah exactly oh man exactly. i didn't even know that i didn't even know that yeah you can flick it over and uh in the uh, in the settings and you'll see sam running around does he have the cheesy ass fucking sunglasses on oh yeah oh yeah it's fantastic oh what game did we play recently no bullet storm i think in bullet storm you can play as duke nukem but then there's another game oh it was uh the talos principle yeah there's a way I don't know if it's a mod or it's just something in the game. It's called like Sam serious mode or Sam mode or something like that. And you enable yeah. it and you play as Sam. And then all the dialogue that you hear is changed to be more awesome. serious. Sammy. It's the, uh, 
same studios. Mm-hmm. Same studios. Yep. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get to the Talos principle. But yeah, I do believe that that was the game that had the, where you could play as Serious Sam. And it just cracks me up doing puzzles as this guy who would probably be like, what the fuck? I just want to shoot aliens. Why do I have to put yeah. this here? Right. <laughs> that, that would be so entertaining. Um, up next, Hyperdimension Neptunia U. Action Unleashed. I put it as I a B. Had, I had this as a B as well. Yeah. It, uh, again, I loved this game, like the hack and slash aspect of it. I just wish there was a little more to the game. Yeah. Like, there pretty much wasn't like any storyline to it. Not really. But the hack and slash element to it was, was so fun. I level certain levels on that fucking was taken down like thousands of enemies in just like seconds. Yeah. It was so fun. The uh, the Neptunia series is known for being really lighthearted and really funny and kind of like pervy, but in a jokey way. And yeah. uh, it's definitely a great hack and slash game. Um, as far as it not having much story to it, yeah. Um, I don't think most of the spinoffs do. Um, I could be wrong. Um, I know the other hack and slash in that series is, I think it's Mega, Mega Tag Mention. Hold on, I can go look one second. Mega... Yeah, Mega Tag mentioned Blanc and Neptune versus zombies. So it's a hack and slash where you play as Blanc and Neptune, and you go and kill zombies. Nice. So that, that ought to be fun. interesting. And then uh, I I don't know if it's a technically a hack and slash. It actually plays a lot like Ease in my Ease Eight in my opinion. Um, Cyber Dimension Neptunia Four Goddesses Online. Yeah. When we get to that eventually, that's a really cool game. It's basically like a single player MMO, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But but uh yeah, Hyperdimension Neptunia U, uh I recommend it to people. It's a good like if you are new to the hack and slash genre, um, it might not be as action packed uh, as far as storyline stuff goes, but if you just want to get in there and mash buttons and kill stuff, it's a great game. Yeah. Great game. Um what was our third game? I'm about to look now, but I have guests coming in. Hello. Go ahead and take you some out of that. Bring it back. Hi mom. Not too much. Ryan says hi. You wanna see Ryan with short hair and a beard? No beard? Short hair, no beard. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Mom. Oh, look. This isn't recording, so you won't be on camera. Oh. Hi. Hello. How are you? I don't know. I'm oh, she can't hear me. Where you are. Happy New How Year. are you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Not too bad. I'm leaving Not all too of bad. this in the episode. You look so different. That's fantastic. <laughs> Leave it in the episode. <laughs> you look so different. <laughs> I know. I know. It's all gone. It's all gone. I bet it feels different. Yeah. It's definitely a lighter face. That beard was heavy. What about the babies? What are they? Uh, the, the Remy was laughing at me getting my hair cut, and Theo probably doesn't even recognize it yet. Uh, anyway, I'm going to give this back. All right. Have a safe and happy new year. All right. <coughs> bye. Bye. Just so you know, it's this you're talking into. It looked like you went, bye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that'll be fun to edit. Yeah, it will. Just leave it all in. It's, any, yeah, it's the end of the year special. The camera's not recording, but we are recording right now. That's why I said, oh, I'm just going to leave all this in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so where were we? <laughs> the third game. Uh, yeah, yeah, third game. Game number three. Uh, Batman, Arkham Asylum. I put this in S. Uh, I have it as an A. Uh, uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, not quite S for me. Um, not going to lie, spoilers, if I remember it correctly, Arkham City will probably be an S for me, but yeah. Arkham Asylum was really fucking fun. Like, what a cool story. I'm a sucker for comic book story stuff, and I know that you're a sucker for it. Yeah. So, I, I yeah, it, the beating people up in that game is... That was the first game that it was really smooth to me. Like, 
that was the first game that I remember having that uh, parry uh, or block. I don't know what you would call it, but you press the button at the right time and you just stop the enemy and then you attack them instead. Um, I guess like a rever- oh, reversal. That's the word I was looking for, the reversal button. And man, it yeah. was just fucking good shit. Good shit. Um, highly recommend that as well. Uh, Corpse Party Blood Drive, number four. <laughs> big ol' F. Yeah, big fat F. Big um, fat F. And I'm not... Game co- was brutal. Game was gory. Game was extreme on that level. And that turned me off from the game. Along, along with you not really being able to actually do anything other than walk around and run and hide. Right. Yeah, that was what kind of bummed me out about. Now, I'm not going to shit on the whole series because, like I said, I've heard fantastic things about the first Corpse Party game. Um, but since we recorded that, I think it was when we were on Maelstrom Radio that we learned that Blood Drive is notoriously bad. <laughs> Which... Yeah, I didn't know, so I saw a Corpse Party game, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll check that out, and lo and behold, it wasn't the first game, so fuck me for trying. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a that, that game sucks. Uh, F, absolutely. Um, number five, episode five, was The Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds. Loved this game. Loved it. I put this one, I put this one in A. I give this one an A. I gave it a B. Did you? I did give it a B, and the the reason uh, why'd the, you drop it? The reason I gave it a B is because I know what Obsidian can do, and I just don't think that that game was everything it could have been. Yeah. Um, now I've heard that the the DLC that just came out for it or whatever is great and adds more to it. Um, I would have liked for it to be a little longer. That's probably my qualm with it. It seems like it's very easy to go in and do your shit and wrap it up. Yeah. Um, but I, I still, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Obsidian has never disappointed me with anything I've played that they did. Uh, they're the ones behind Fallout New Vegas, and that game is tremendous. Yeah. So you know, I, uh, I like it. I gave it a B. You know, that's that's a solid rating. It's above average for me. And you gave it an A. I did. I did. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I thought it was great. Yeah, the uh, the RPG in space. I don't know. I'm you know me. I'm more didn't of a we do guy. didn't we do the opposite endings too? Didn't like you help the the scientist at the end? Yes, I helped him and you killed. I him. I did not. I killed that motherfucker as soon as I busted through that door. Yeah. I didn't even let him start talking. I just fucking unloaded right in his face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I helped him. I helped him out. Um, and let's see. That was episode five. So episode six. Last Tinkerer City of or the Last Tinker City of Colors. Oh, uh, this one gets an S. This one gets an S. Where did I put it at? Where is it on my list? Oh, I gave it a B. Oh, you went so low with it. I loved this. <laughs> this game was such a fucking hidden gem. No, uh, I total I totally agree. I was very surprised at how much I enjoyed that game. Yeah. Um, if they released a more fleshed out sequel, I would totally give it an S. Uh but I could tell that that's a game that they were kind of just experimenting with, like, stuff. And then they were like, oh, we could make a game out of this. You know what I they mean? They were. They were. In our research of the game, didn't we find yeah. out that this game was just, like, a project that they never intended to actually publish? And they were just like, fuck it. We're going to publish it. Like, Yep. Yep. And I don't know. It's just, uh, it was interesting. I really, I, I would have liked it a lot better if I could, if there was a jump button. Games that don't have a yeah. jump button 
get with I the, get that. Get with the times. We like to jump. <laughs> Ever since Morrowind and Oblivion, everybody likes to jump in games. And uh, what what was it? Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, where if you jumped, you move faster. So everybody just hopped everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but Solid B, I know you put it as an S. That game was great. Uh, anybody that's listening, if you have a Steam account or a way to play it, I think it came out on some other systems, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, believe... I think it was on like the PS3 uh, and maybe been... the Xbox. It might have been PS4. Maybe. Yeah, so if you can find The Last Tinker, City of Colors, and you like platforming games, by all means, like or three, I should say 3D platforming games, it's really fucking good. The story's cool. It's a solid B. It's not a perfect game, but dude, like for the money, because it's not an expensive game at all, for the money, it is well worth it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so our next two episodes were Ease 7. This I, one I loved too. This one I put an A. Yeah, I gave it an A as well. The Ease series is fucking sweet. I'm looking forward to some other ones from the series because this was my first introduction to it, and this game was great. So uh, I talked about it a little bit on the last episode, but I added a couple more Ease games um, with some of my Christmas money. Uh, Ease Books 1 and 2 and Ease Memories of Celsetta. So now we've got pretty much every mainline Ease game. Uh, nice. I might there might be one or two outliers that didn't come out for normal systems. You know what I mean? Like I think the Super Nintendo is E3, but that was remade actually. Now that I think about it, so we we might have all the all the games. Um, f- fuck, dude, Adol is such a cool main character, and you play as him in all in all the E's games. Um, and his merry group that he ends up with, he's always got his buddy Doji around. Yeah, old blue haired Doji, and uh. What a fucking good game. Story was good. Story was great. Um, I didn't see the twist coming at all. No, I didn't either. Uh, I don't. I, you know, if I, I won't either. go into it. If you want to know what the twist was, go back and listen to the episodes. But yeah. Oh my goodness! I remember. I think that was one of the moments that I took a screenshot of my face, or I took a picture of my face and just sent it to you. Like you did. Holy shit! There was no context to it, and when I got to that point, I messaged you, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, dude, it was wild really yeah, good um was. so yeah so i gave that an a and you gave that an a as well yes all right um up next sid meyer's pirates man we really had some good games other than blood drive like we did we did solid games so far we did um pirates was really fun it was but i gave this game a c i gave it a c as well uh, i thought it could have been a little more to it but i'll be peachy and or cheeky i mean and say that i gave it a c for classic but yeah. uh, it's fun, and I could see where you could sink hours and hours and hours and hours and hours into it if you wanted, because yeah. it's a Sid Meier's game. It's like The Sims and stuff like that. You're just living the life of a pirate. Yeah. But that being said, it's also a Sid Meier's game where you're doing the same shit over and over, turn after turn, just doing stuff. And if that's your thing, that's great, which I love those types of games. But it was a little dated, so there wasn't a lot to it. And it was like, once I played it, I'm kind of like, all right, I got the gist of this. I probably won't play it again for five years. Yeah. So I threw it as a C because I almost feel like that's maybe a one-and-done game for me. I might go yeah. back to it once or twice, but... We'll have to play it on International Talk Like a Pirate Day. <laughs> oh, man, we ought to try to get the original, like, 1980s or late or early 90s version yeah. and check that out. Because the one we played was, like, the 2000s remaster. And then after that, we had Final Fantasy VIII. Pretty sure everybody listening that would have heard those episodes knows that uh yeah Final Fantasy VIII's an S rank for me. 
Final Fantasy eight I put into a um it's my personal favorite Final Fantasy. It is my personal favorite Final Fantasy as well. Um and we have a bunch of the other Final Fantasies on the, the list, so it, that might change. Nice. You know, that yeah. might change as my favorite. But as far as the game, the Final Fantasies that I have played, uh, it's great. I love Squall as a character. Uh, I love all of your party members. The story, the weird time travel shit, the junction system that everybody always bitches and complains about. I love it. Uh, I've loved it since it was since I was a kid, and it was my first big JRPG that I ever played. Yeah. So it, same. It was like my first introduction to RPGs. I think I, I yeah, definitely sure I played 8 before I played 7. Yeah, same here. Same here. I played 8 before 7 as well. So that is sitting pretty in S tier for me. Um let's see. What did we do next? Oh man, up next was the Talos principle. It's another S for oh, me. This is an S. This is an S and this is probably going to be a bold statement for me, but this is my game of the year. Yeah, out of the, out of the games we played this year, the Talos Principle is my number one game that we have played. Wow, that's what's up. I uh, I can't say that it was mine. I already know which one no. is my game of the year. But uh, no. man, how fucking fun! But holy fucking challenging, Batman. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, I am definitely going to reload this game up. I want to one hundred percent this game, <sighs> and I know it's going to be a fucking challenge. I'm going to have to pull up guides and shit to do it but i want to Th- this game was amazing this game was fantastic yeah it's probably one of the best games i have ever played and what's amazing is this is another one of those where they were just making something to test out their new engine yep. and decided to go ahead and flesh it out as a game yep and uh that's a lot of reasons like when i was playing serious sam 4 i was running through this area and i was like this fucking looks like this the looks Talos really principle. Yeah, this yeah. looks like Egypt area from the Talos principle, and that's because yeah. they're like the same universe type thing. So there's there's no telling. Yeah. I would like to see them sort of link it, where it's like the Talos principle was like say a thousand years in the future of the Serious Sam series, where every humanity has been wiped out because the ending of yeah. that game, uh, spo- spoilers, but not really. Uh, when your robot walks out, I guess depending on what ending you get, but when you when you walk out of that room. And it just pans out and shows that dam is all grown over and there's no human life yeah. at all. It's just fucking crazy. But talk about a hard game, totally worth it, though. Like, it's one of those yeah. games that was, whenever you completed a puzzle, you were, like, gratified. Yeah, no, it yes, it was instant gratification for the fucking hell you went through to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, up next was short episode for three short games, which was... No time to explain. Um, yep. Tiny, uh, tiny, tiny bridge, rat venture, rat venture, and yep. uh, what was the other letter, one? The other l- one, letter was quest, letter remastered. quest. Yeah. Yep. So I'm gonna start with tiny bridge. F, <laughs> F, fuck that game. F yeah. stands for fuck that game. And yeah. that fuck that game. Uh, the, the 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 comment on Steam summed it up. It was yeah. like. You need a fucking degree in engineering to play this yeah, game. Yeah, you need a degree in like structural engineering to be able to master this game. But and, ten of ten would kill rats again. Some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, the fucking annoying ass rats that don't listen. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't have much to say about that game. Fuck that game. I think that was a game I played it for like ten minutes and was like, I am ready. Same. To re- I am ready to record. Like that is all I need. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Same. That that game was garbage. Um, like instant garbage. I really, 
I really liked No Time to Explain uh, at first. I gave it a D. I just I gave it a B because, like you're saying, I really enjoyed it. I just wish it wasn't so fucking hard. And I know the game probably would have been good if you could get past that shark, <laughs> that, that that fucking shark, that yeah. fucking shark, dude. That's why I gave yeah. it a D because I could not. And, and maybe it's just me being shitty. Maybe I need to just get good. But <laughs> I could not get past that boss. I tried for like forty five minutes and just was like, I'm, oh, dude. I'm done. You you gave up a little quicker than me. I probably spent a good couple hours on that game trying to get by that fucking shark, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> like, I do and that was understand. like the second boss of the game. Like, I don't. Yeah, it, yeah. it was ridiculously fucking hard. But First, I trust that this game was going to be really good because I was enjoying the aspect of the game up to that point already. But yeah, yeah. I, I think that's why I put it up at B because I know it's a good game. I just got to get through it. And uh, then Letter Quest remastered. Uh, I gave it a C. It was a pretty run, d- of, the, yeah. run of the mill. It was a cool. Yeah. It's a cool game. Like if you if you have a kid and you're like wanting them to help learn how to spell or type and things yep. like that, it's a great game. Yeah, that. that's exactly what I was gonna say. I gave this a C, like the lower end of the average ranking system, because being at my age now, eh, it was it was fun. But this is something that I'm going to have my kids play when they get older and they they start learning to spell and need that extra like educational boost at home and shit like that. Yeah, plus it it's like, you know, making learning fun type thing. Yeah, yeah. Very, very cute animation style and everything like that and I know the kids will enjoy it. They really will. Hell yeah, all you got to do is tell them, "Hey man, you spell right and you'll beat you'll defeat the enemies." And they'll be like, "Yes, yeah. I'm in." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh after that, oh, Fallout 4. Fallout 4. Gave it a B. I put this at C. So, I really, really, really like Fallout 4. Um, yeah. I gave it a... I don't like it as much as I liked the older Fallouts, but I do like it a lot. And I put it at a B. It's probably my own fault. Uh, because I did not know how to mod properly at the time. I have since learned. And my game just was fucking crashing on me all the time. And it was driving yeah. me crazy. So I put it at a B, though, because I know it's there. It's good. Um, you gave it a C. I'm curious as why you gave it the average. I just didn't really feel it. Like, I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe those games just aren't my, like, style of games. Like, I, I enjoyed, like, I guess the RPG aspect to it and everything like that, but... Which Fallout 4 know. has little love. That's the thing. With the, 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 the RPG-like aspect of the Outer Worlds was really cool for me. It wasn't like the the space theme was really cool and everything like that. Walking around like a nuclear fucking apocalypse wasteland, it's just depressing. And I didn't want to do that anymore. It's, yeah, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like a bleak because it's like these are yeah. just pe- people trying to make it in the post-apocalyptic world. Um, yeah. That was one thing to me that Fallout 4 was lacking, and I don't know how much experience you have with Fallout 3 or New Vegas, but uh, Fallout 4 is a lot less RPG-like. Like, your choices don't matter as much. Like, there's always, yeah. not a deus ex machina, but, like, you know, no matter what you choose, you know, the, the ending is going to come regardless. So I guess that is a deus ex machina, but... Yeah. Um, good game. B, you gave it a C can't really argue with you about that so up next was my game of the year persona 4 golden of course this is your game of the year of course it's my game of the year you should have known that from a mile away yeah i knew it i knew it i got it as s um where did i put this one i see look for teddy yeah i see it i gave this one a b i gave this one a b 
Um, I think. All right, we could. I, we could still. Be I know friends. you got. Cool. I know you got me Persona Five for for Christmas last year. I still haven't even really touched it. I was gonna say. So by before, the way, Persona Four Golden was like my real like introduction into the game, like into the franchise, and I don't know. It's just. It doesn't. I. I guess I'm not really kind of an RPG guy. Like. Yeah. We'll figure. We'll figure it out though. I we'll think, see. I think uh, five is a lot more polished. Um, yeah. But I loved the story in four. Um, I loved Teddy. I thought Teddy was awesome. Teddy. Teddy was fucking hilarious. Um, Yosuke. I don't know. I don't know. He annoyed me. But like, I, I will say that I did develop like a love for all of the characters in the game. Yeah, and that's what that's the, one thing that Persona is good at doing is the character yeah, building. Yeah, I I did love the depth to the characters in the game. Yeah. It was good, and that's right. even expounded upon in five. Like, uh, just <coughs> I don't know. I, I to me, I really like the slice of life aspect because that's where you you know that's where you get to learn about your characters and stuff. Like running around the dungeons and stuff is fun, and killing yeah. stuff, you know, yada yada yada. But fucking getting to it and you know, just going out with your friends and going to a, you know, a beach and sitting around and talking and like, oh, they decide to open up to you a little bit. It's like, oh shit. Well, not only does your rank go up for your persona uh, link, social link, but like you learn more about that character. And as you go through, you start to feel like, okay, these characters are like my friends. So when stuff starts happening to them, you're like worried. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I don't know. It was just, it was really good about drawing you in. And I love all things persona and Atlas. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, S for sure for me. Yeah. Uh, up next, this this might start a fight between me and you. Up next is Marvel Ultimate Alliance one and two. Ultimate Alliance one and two. I put one in B and two in C. Okay. See, I put one in D and two in C. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of good memories <clears throat> with the Ultimate Alliance series one and two, playing them way back in the day. Yeah. One did not age well. No, it kind of didn't. I remember playing it when it first came out, and it was awesome. But playing it again now, it wasn't as fun. Yeah, I, <coughs> and I think that's. But because... I just love all of the uh, all of the lesser known characters that they allow you to portray. Yeah, in the oh, game, I get and that. it really can open up people to the Marvel universe that haven't really dived into it yet. It was my first introduction like, to Moon Knight. Yeah, back in the day, yeah. and I love Moon Knight. Um, I thought Ultima Alliance 2 was a better game. It was a good sequel. Um, yeah. Fucking strange to me that both of these games only worked <coughs> on controller if you had a wired 360 controller hmm. for PC. Like, I don't know, your PlayStation 4 controller wasn't working. My wireless controller wasn't working. But when I, yeah. pl- when I plugged in my 360 cord controller... Worked, yeah. worked like a charm. It was so strange. I know the ports weren't that great either. I think I think it was the the, the I think it was two where the audio sound canned. Like it was. Oh wasn't... yeah, I had to download a patch for that. Yeah, it was. It sounded like it was in a tin can. And the patch didn't even fix it all the way. It just made it more tolerable. Yeah, it's unfortunate. They were they were fun games. <coughs> but yeah, just C and D for me. And you said what B and C? B and C. Yeah. B and C. Uh, after that. Uh, you can't really talk on this one, but it's Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah, I have this one unranked. I have to go back. Okay, hold on. We're taking another break real quick. Come say hi. Right. The beard you cut off, he's grown since you've seen him. Oh, yeah? Dad's got a beard now? Camera's right there. <laughs> I'm talking to the mic. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. 
How are that's you? That's good. That's good. I'm not not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> Trying to survive this plague up here. Down here too, man. We got it worse than you. Yeah. The, where where I'm living now is the hot spot of my county. It's pretty rough, but really, man, yeah, yeah. I'm here. Um, they still think it's a hoax. So oh, that's awful. Yeah, no, that's awful. Uh, so many times it's like you know, go to the store, no mask wearing. Oh yeah, no. We we have we have idiots like that up here too, and it drives me crazy, especially with my youngest having a little heart condition. It, oh yeah. I, I, I hate going out in public because I don't want to bring that in with him having the heart condition. Like, but every time I go to the store, there's at least a handful of people with no masks on and nobody fucking says anything to them. Cause it's small town mentality. Everyone knows everyone. Nobody wants to start shit. Like, yeah. well, yeah. I think there was so much violence. Um, when people did say something, decided yeah. not to, you know, Oh, well, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm 65. I, I can get uh, vaccinated. So I'm going to work Sweet. on that pretty yeah as soon as possible because you know i've got medical conditions too so yeah yeah anyway all right man good to talk all to right. you take care yeah it was nice yeah it was nice seeing you i know i now get to edit you and mom out of the podcast hello to the family happy new year you you too he said you too i tried to pick up daisy and show her to you but she started Aww, she started whining just throw the headphones on her. It'll, it'll be fine. It's oh, she, fine. She's it's gone. all fine. <laughs> she's gone now. <laughs> she. I tried to pick her up and show her, and she went. She like yelped a little bit. So I put her down, and she looked at me like the fuck, and then just left my room. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm too. I'm too fat for this, dude. You'll you'll have to click the audio to your speaker so I can just be like Dukers. <laughs> Watch her get all confused. <laughs> so where was oh, okay? So uh, next game up was. The the game that you were not on, my good sir, is yep. Doki, Doki, Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah. I'm going to have to uh, pull this game up on my off time and check it out. You really should, man. It's a visual novel. It's a lot of reading. Um, yeah. But, man, the way this game handles uh, depression, uh, suicide, uh, anxiety, <laughs> like really dark subjects, it handles it really well. And, dude, in, in ways that you wouldn't think, it's really, really good. Um, it is... <laughs> Uh, it is what you how would you say uh gory is not the word they're not afraid to go there um yeah in the beginning it's like gives you trigger warnings and then it's like no seriously like when you click through it it's like no seriously by the way this game is fucking dark like just be prepared yeah at least they give you a warning oh yeah absolutely but like it's one of my favorite games i've ever played uh and kind of kana in our discord is a huge Doki Doki Literature Club fan. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. So I'm definitely gonna check this game out at some point. We'll get we'll get there. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, I think you threw it in C because uh, I did the same with a game that we'll get to. Uh, yeah, because I I, play I, it. I I yeah, just for the sake of having all the games ranked, it's sitting in C. But to me, like in my opinion, I have it unranked yet because I don't want to give it a grade because I haven't played it. If you get yeah. what I mean. No, yeah, I totally like, get it. I totally get it. Um, yeah, I put it as an S. Yeah. It got a top spot, and I only have one S game left. Do you? So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what and it is. I have. We've already hit all three of my S games, so I got no more up there. Um, after Doki Doki was Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. Oh, fucking god! This game took me forever to get into at <laughs> first, but I'm so glad that I toughed through it. Fucking yeah. horror games. I'm proud of you. Scared for the shit it. out of me. Yeah. Um, I gave this game an A. It was great. It was fantastic. 
I gave, like, I gave it a B for Biohazard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this game has gotten me super excited for Village when that comes out. Um, yeah. I thought this was a great... I have played pretty much all of the Resident Evil games, and they started getting pretty pretty shitty for me. It like I think it's like 4, 5, and 6. I did not like as much as I liked some of the older ones. That's where the series really changed to being more of an yeah, action-y game. It, yeah, it was action-y. 7 went back to that straight horror element. Like I think I was watching you play it, and you hit a jump scare within like the first five minutes. And I hit a jump scare within the first five minutes. And it was absolutely terrifying playing this game. And I couldn't imagine the people who fucking played this shit in VR. Like... I one hundred percent no. <laughs> like I, I gave it a B. Um, I really liked it. I thought it was a great horror game. I do not like jump scares, and I think they're cheap um, unless they're yeah. well done. And there yeah. were a couple that were well done, but there were some yeah. that were just there for the sake of being there, and I didn't like yeah. that. So I, I it would have been an A for me, but I knocked it down. Uh, but it was definitely a return to form for the Resident Evil series, and I I really enjoyed my time. Yeah. With it. Um. All right. After that, we did. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Ugh, I know you liked this game. You're probably gonna hate my score on this, but I put this in D. I I can't. I don't blame you. You know, I put it in a B. Um, yeah. I'm a total fucking vampire stan. Yeah. Uh, I love vampires. Um. Yeah. But I put it as a B because it's like it was good, but it was. I was. I almost put it as a C. Uh, I'd but, rather play the tabletop. I'd rather play the tabletop. I think the tabletop would be really cool. It did spark yeah. me to start looking into other tabletops other than D&D and Shadowrun. Yeah. And uh, I found a bunch of them that look awesome. <laughs> we, I think we talked about yeah. that on an episode. But yeah, I would love to play uh, Vampire the Masquerade tabletop. Um, we also There's another game in the series called Redemption that we have. Uh, but it's a cult classic. You know, uh, People love it. It's janky. Yeah. But it had some cool revelations in it. Like uh, that one mission where you're doing the 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 quests for the sisters and then you find out that it's one person with split personality disorder ha huh, that's awesome that, i didn't get that far i don't think oh okay. maybe i did i don't remember i don't remember it was a while ago when you go into the club uh yeah there's a chick in there who's like super punk rock type girl and she's like talking to you and she's all sexual and then you go upstairs and you meet her really sophisticated businesswoman sister and uh then there's a scene in the end where they're like you're going to the room and they're standing there arguing with one another or one's locked in the bathroom and the other one has got a gun outside of the bathroom. And that's when you kind of put together that there's nobody in the bathroom. Like it's just one person. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's wild. Really, really cool. Um, the quests in it were good. It was very janky and somehow it deleted all of my saves, which I think is what happened to you as well. So it's like, yes, it did. It, it, I got to a certain point. I went to load it up again and everything was gone. And I think at that point I just called it. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> like I'm not starting over. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh, you know, when things like that happen, it was like with Fallout 4 with me. It got crashed so many times. I'm like, yeah. I'm done. I'm over this. Um, all right, so the next game up is the one that I, I put as a C yep. because I didn't play it. You didn't play is, it. Uh, this was the coma. The coma recut. Yep. And I know people are probably, if our listeners like touch on these games that we we've covered so far, they're going to be like, oh, it's so similar in like game story and structure is Corpse Party Blood Drive, where Corpse Party Blood Drive was just absolute hot garbage. The coma did it actually extremely well. Yeah. It, instead of it being like a overhead 
overhead camera thing. This was like a 2D or like a 2D, almost kind of like a platformer. And you couldn't really do much in this game other than run around and hide, but it was done so well. I really enjoyed this. I gave this game a B. And, you know, I I, want to break in real quick just because I would almost give Corpse Party a pass because it was a PSP game, but so was E7. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say. So continue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I give it a B because it was it was really good. The storyline had a couple twists, and I like I'm gonna jump into Doki Doki at one point. I would I would suggest you load up the coma too and get in on that and just check it out for a little bit. Like it, it was great. I've been meaning to. I just haven't gotten around to it. I, I've literally been no. stuck on Skyrim. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've been playing the game for the show. No, every time yeah. I every every time I get onto the laptop, I'll get that notification. That notification, Guitaro Man Dalton is playing Skyrim. <laughs> yes, sir. That's just what I do. Um, no. So up next, we have Skyrim. Uh, the, the Halloween episode. Yeah. And I don't think we actually talked about a game for the Halloween episode. Um, I think we just kind of talked about Halloween, if I remember correctly, <laughs> and just like scary movies and stuff. Um, yeah, I think so. So the game after that would have been uh, Psychonauts. Psychonauts, yeah. I have. I put this at an A. I have it at B. I put this at an A because I played the shit out of this game yeah. as a kid, and I still love it. I still love it. Yeah. And it it it, it held up well. Like I enjoyed redoing the game again after years of not playing it. It just flooded back to me really fast, and I had so much fun with it. Yeah, I had a really good time with it. Um, it's another one of those you know 3D platformers. Um, I put it right there next to Last Tinker because, yeah, they're just good. They're good. Um, yeah. Psychonauts, though, I feel like it was missing something that was there when I was younger, and I just don't know what it was. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll tell you what made me stop playing it though was uh the level where the uh, the roads are all fucking weird and like you walk down the road and it's going up and around and everything is like in all different directions. Uh, yeah. That made me motion sick. <laughs> Because I have oh, a, shit. I have a problem with motion sickness, so uh, yeah. yeah, I was like, all right, I'm done, I'm done. But I give it full credit. That game is really good. Oh god, with your motion sickness, did you drop down the uh, the ocean motion sickness settings on Stranded Deep to zero so you wouldn't get sick? I have not even barely gone into the ocean yet. I took my oh dude raft to I the island it. and I'm on the yeah. island still. <laughs> I jacked it all the way up, and dude, it gets rough, but I can handle it. I you probably won't. Like. No, probably not. I uh, I did make a permadeath character though. Did you? I am thinking about it, but I want to get a little bit better at the game first before I start a permadeath file. Well, I I literally just did it to see how okay, how long is this guy gonna take before he dies? And five I minutes. Ended, I ended up quitting before I died, but like as soon as I saw that shark <laughs> in the beginning, I was like, oh yeah, it's probably not gonna last long. Yeah. No. Um. Right. Up next, Cuphead. Cuphead. I had problems getting this to load up on my end. I don't know if it was like my virus software just taking out a part of the file or something like that. Oh yeah, that's right. That was a really strange. That was but really strange incident. I did watch you play it and everything, and I am definitely going to jump into this game. Even though I didn't play it, I am going to throw this game into an A. Yeah, that's where I have it as an A. Um, yeah. A for amazing animation. Because, yes. Because holy shit, this was the first. In fact, we uh, I think I believe we did two hand drawn games in a row, and this 
man, the the art style and the music and just the way it looks, it's it's stylized after those like nineteen twenties cartoons where everybody bounces mm-hmm. like every like they just the whole time just bounce and it, it's fucking hard. Oh my god, is it hard? I got to the third yep. island and said fuck this and. I, do you remember what boss I was on? Because I think it was that flying fucking. Uh, there were. I watched you give up after you hit like three or four different levels, and every time you did it, it was just ridiculously fucking hard. Um, I I saw you go into one where the, like a flying bee, and you were just like, "Fuck this! No, I'm gonna run around the island." And then you went on to another one, and it was equally as hard. And you're like, "Fuck this! I'm done for the day. Like, I, I need a break. Yeah, I remember one specific point that you were like, you had gone away from the c- computer and you come back and you're like, why are you just running around the hub world? I'm like, I'm trying to, co- <laughs> I'm trying to cool off because that last episode or that last fucking level pissed me off so yeah, bad. No, I watched you for about 20 minutes go at that dragon that spit fire from all directions. And then I watched you take on the, the Bluto looking motherfucker in the, the ship oh, for yeah. a while. He was the and... easiest one for some reason. I had the easiest time with Bluto guy. Um, yeah, I think it was the dragon fight that you watched me do that there was like yeah. six times that I oh, died. There was fight. that one, and then there was the uh, clown with the fucking bumper car. Fuck that fight. Yeah, that one fucking pissed you off. I saw you rage quit at least once. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the fight, actually, that... It kept telling me, like, I was, like, three hits away from killing it every time yeah, I died. Yeah, every time you would get there, you would be, like, right on the flag, but you weren't at the end yet. This fucking drives me crazy. Um, yeah. And that means after Cuphead was Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap. Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap. I gave it an, I, S, an S. I gave this an A. This this game, in my opinion, is the epitome of 2d platformer type stuff like, uh, yeah no this this game was so fun so fun and i kept catching myself making the graph even though it looks amazing and it's beautiful hand-drawn super fucking pretty game you kept, switched it back and forth between the uh updated and the old graphics i kept switching it back to those master system graphics man yeah it, it made me for for no reason because i really don't need to i have it on pc but it made me want to uh buy the Sega Master System version and like just have that to play because I have a working Sega Master System. Yeah. Or at least it was working five years ago, whenever last yeah. time I loaded it up. It probably still works. You know, those old systems will probably go forever. I do, uh, you know, and I won't forget that Danny had come over and me and Danny were sitting in my living room and he's like, fuck, dude, let's hook up the Sega Master System and play some Double Dragon because I have Double Dragon. And I was like, all right. So we sat down and we played Double Dragon for about 20 minutes and beat it. And we were like, oh. I remember this game being a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, no, like, for sure. Like, no, it's short as shit. Uh, but Wonder Boy, uh, if you're into those old school platform platformers games where you kind of, and I would say almost like a Metroidvania, but not really, but kind of worth your time. Definitely worth yeah, your time. For sure. Wonder Boy and the Dragon's yeah. Trap. Uh, after that was Bug Snacks. This Bug was, Snacks. This was this r- game was super fucking cute. Runner up for my game of the year. Yeah, this game was super fucking cute. I didn't get all the way through it, so I didn't get to see the twist ending. Oh, what a twist it was, son. Yes, what a twist it was. But to the point I got, this game gets an A. This game gets an A. Yeah, I gave it an A, an a as well. I do plan on going back and actually finishing the game. I want to witness this twist myself in person. You should. Like, yeah. I want to try to go back and uh, catch them all, if you will. Like, yeah. 
because there's like a little not a bestiary but i'm gonna call it a bestiary and you can fill it out with like your little bugs that catalog and there was your some poke, that i, I didn't your catch pokedex. yeah your your poke, sn- yeah your snack <laughs> yeah yeah i really liked bug snacks i don't want to say too much about that one because it's still a relatively new game um so if people yeah. are listening to this and they haven't played it definitely go play it it is so worth your time it is cute and hilarious the game is fucking hilarious yeah no the game was really funny again super fucking cute uh, i got a lot of like thoughts of like hey this reminds me of cloudy with a chance of meatballs especially the second movie where the fucking food actually like became sentient and like became animals and shit there's like a burger rhinoceros and shit like that like this game reminded me heavily of that movie and i thought it was awesome like this is a game that i would probably play with my kids when they get older as well oh yeah absolutely that would be uh this would be a good one because i know uh eric from factory sealed says that he, uh, he played this with his daughter and they really enjoyed it so yeah uh after bug snacks i should remember because it wasn't that long ago skyrim I gave it an A. Skyrim, I gave it a B. There's just so much shit to do. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was like all the things. A for all the things. <laughs> a for all the things. I said B. I'm too busy to really focus on this game. There you go. Or or B for bullshit. How many side quests there are? <laughs> oh my god. I, I think at some point I was like I've. I, I don't even know what the main quest is anymore. I have so many fucking quest lines open. I'm like, God damn, where do I even fucking start to even bring this list down? Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm still chipping away at it. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is a game like you. I'm still stuck on. I load it up every now and then just to fucking run around and slay some shit. I've got my uh, my wood elf and I'm I'm working on it. I'm almost caught up to where I was at before before last time when my uh game yeah. crashed as far as the museum goes um i'm still pretty far behind as far as the uh main quest goes i need to go yeah pound through that again but i played it on the ps4 i really need to get it loaded to the pc so i can put on the mods that you're using oh yeah my <coughs> I've been and having... play it because your mod makes it a completely different game right with the museum and everything like that pretty much yeah but, it'll change yeah. the way you play skyrim and it says yeah. it on the, on the page. <laughs> I want I I, I want to tackle the the playthrough that you're doing now. It sounds so much better than just the standard story. Like yeah, uh, it's, you know, I no offense to the original game, but yeah, <coughs> it really does add a lot. Um, yeah. On the last episode, I mentioned that my my buddy Dalton, uh, who actually is the one that gifted us uh, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. So again, thank you, Mr. Dalton. Yeah. The, the other Dalton, as he refers to himself as. The other Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's the other Dalton. Uh, he has been hitting me up about Skyrim mods and stuff, so I've been hooking him up, <coughs> sending him some links. Yeah. And uh, he's he messaged me today, and he was like, man, this is awesome. And I was like, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Welcome. Welcome to the real Skyrim. This is the real Skyrim is when you can just go in and do whatever the fuck you want with it. <laughs> yeah. He was like, have you tried Amorous Adventures? And I was like, Yes, I have, and I got blown by an Argonian and thought, yep, that's enough. <laughs> I'm sure my guy's uh, dick did not like that very much. So, no. uh, after Skyrim was Dogfight 1942. This game was fun. If you like arcade style games, this is not a flight simulator like the creators say it is. Um, <laughs> For real. Yeah, this is not a flight simulator. It is a very fun arcade style 
flying game, but lack of story, lack of depth. I give it a C. Gave it a C as well. Uh, <coughs> it brought back a lot of nostalgia for me for like playing air combat on the original PlayStation with my dad. But uh, yeah. other than that, I mean, it's just another fly in the sky, shoot some shit, shoot some boats, land. Yeah. The hardest part about the game was landing. Shooting down planes, I feel like, was not hard at yeah. all. No, the shooting down the planes and the boats and shit was easy as fuck. Landing was a bitch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then we got Postal 2. And this was the episode I did by myself <laughs> because you were not feeling good. Yeah, no, this is... Uh, yeah, I was down with a stomach bug for a while. That was not fun. Um, this game, it was alright. And uh, I know you just sent me a link not too long ago. Yes. This game just got banned. No, in... no, this wasn't just. This was a uh, uh, 2004. Oh wow! So this was a while ago. Yeah, I'm gonna. Re- this is a. This is the second game on our list that is banned in multiple countries. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, Corpse Party Blood Drive being the first. Like... Yeah. Well, that that game should be banned outright anyway. <laughs> it should <laughs> just erase it from everything. So, right? but this is a uh, Postal Two was fun. This was a uh, Eurogamer.net. November 30th, 2004. P- Postal 2 has been banned by the Office of Film and Literature Classifications in New Zealand, where it is now illegal to own or sell the game with various fines or even prison time for offenders. The OFLC's ruling is the climax of a year-long investigation into the game. Uh, and then it says in parenthesis, can anybody imagine a fate worse than having to play Postal 2 for a whole year? <laughs> And ruled that anybody found with the game will be fined $2,000 New Zealand. Wow. I don't know what kind of money they use, so I'm just going to say $2,000 New Zealand. Um, uh, it's probably a dollar. Like, like any, reta- any retailers selling or even displaying the game will be fined 20000 and potentially go to jail for a year. And that any larger incorporated distributors or retailers will be fined fifty thousand dollars for similar breaches. Yeah, it's a dollar. It's, it's called the New Zealand dollar. Oh, okay. It says uh, the game is designed and has the capacity to allow players to test how much violence and humiliation he or she can inflict on human beings. Says the OFLC. I don't disagree with that. But here is what I thought was the best part, and this is why I'm reading this whole thing. <laughs> Running with Scissors was the company that made the game, right? Vincent Desi, founder of Running with Scissors, responded with a typical irreverence. I'm glad that Peter Jackson can hack up and slash orcs, elves, and Suedo humans in Lord of the Rings, but a video game like Postal that lets you piss on yourself is somehow evil. <laughs> I, I mean, I get his point. <laughs> like... And this article says... At the bottom, normally we'd probably have something vaguely sympathetic to say here, but frankly, Postal 2 was so offensively awful and pointless that we're glad to see it's been banned. I think that's a little harsh. I is that was... the only one from the series that is banned there? What about Postal 1, 3, 4? <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, I really just, don't. They're like, number 2, fuck you. Like, <laughs> uh, I love the... Uh, oh God, I, I don't remember if I touched on it in the episode or not, but that Easter egg where in the mall... There was a place that said reopening 2016, and in 2016, this game came out in like 2003. In 2016, yeah. they released an update that opened that. Like, <laughs> that opened it. There's, oh, that's fake. There's a little. That's awesome. They cut a little hole in the fence, and if you go through that, and you go through this like hallway, you get to this room, and there's a table with like a Oculus Rift sitting there, which was not around Ooh. in 2003, right? Ooh. And your dude picks it up and he puts it on, 
and uh, you're in this gaming store that like all the walls look like the matrix numbers going down yeah and when you get up to the counter he sells you a copy of postal one and says oh yeah you heard about postal three don't play that it's a piece of shit and that's (laughs) and that's because running running with scissors didn't didn't do postal three they've done they they did one they did two and they did four they didn't do three, so they're like, "No, fuck that game. Don't play that." Yeah, fuck that game. Fuck that game. <laughs> um, what 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 did you give this game? I gave it a C. Yeah, that's where I have it too. It was that's a, where I have it too. Solid run of the mill. I mean, pretty much. It was entertaining. There was some really funny shit that you did, like pissing yourself. I think I set somebody on fire and I pissed on them. Like, um, one of the missions that I did, uh, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, yeah. One of your objectives was to piss on your dad's grave. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So it's like um, I, I went, I pissed on my dad's grave, and then, <laughs> and then I went and voted. Yes. Yeah, and then I think I went and got a Christmas tree or something like that. Like it was some strange <laughs> series of events that you had to. Do. Yeah, the, no, this game was. These guys must have been on some drugs when they made this game because some of these fucking quests were just like, what the fuck is even the point? <laughs> like, and I think that's the whole thing. Like, and I told you this off air. I I think the game is was designed to make you want to go postal because it was. It was every quest um, that you did, you'd have to stand in a line, and every quest yeah. the line got a little longer. Like, I don't know if what difficulty you did this at, but after like my main playthrough, I went in again and I bumped it up to the hardest difficulty. And God, this game is fucking aggravating. <laughs> like instant rage, instant fucking rage. And I understand why it's called Postal now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I've been meaning to check out the uh, the DLC. So what's crazy to me is that the DLC came out uh, like 2013, 2015. They, yeah. they released the DLC for it. And I'm like, what the fuck? That game, it, it must have, like, picked up some steam at some point as far as being a cult classic. Yeah. And they were like, all right, we'll go back and actually do some shit. Because it's like, who thinks to... And in that mall, there's another place that says, uh, we'll reopen June 2026. Oh, so now I'm like, update. well, now I'm wondering, yeah, if this is all still around, like, I want to go load it up in the 2026. We'll have to uh, remember that for five years from now. But yeah, yeah, we'll we'll still be not even halfway through our list, probably. Oh no, we'll <laughs> we'll still be in rookie numbers. <laughs> uh, and that leaves us with the final game, Snake Pass. Snake Pass. Yeah, uh, I know you like this game. I know you like this game, but I fucking hated this game. <laughs> <laughs> this this game gets a fucking F. I fucking hated this game so how, much. How can you give it an F? Oh my god. It's a fucking F, dude. I don't know if it was just by because I'm using the PS4 controller on the PC or whatever, but even changing the uh controller settings to be like easy, yeah, I got to pick up one. When this when this stimulus when this stimulus hits my account. I showed him my like, Xbox controller for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got to I got to get one of those, but god, this game was a piece of shit in my opinion. Fuck this game. <laughs> like Okay, so Nate, I know you're listening, and I know that you were looking forward to hearing about this because you've seen it on sale a lot. Listen to me. It's really cute. Listen to it's me really and cute. not Ryan. Listen to Dalton. Yeah, don't <laughs> listen to me. Listen to Dalton. But yeah, again, <laughs> this game gets a big fuck you for me. <laughs> like the controls are weird. Uh, you have to think like the snake. You must become that's, the snake. You are. That's what the you snake. told me. Yeah, that's what you told me over messenger, and I fucking died laughing at your response. I <laughs> messaged you, and I was like, "This game, I fucking hate this game." And you're like, "Why? It's so cute." And I, I was telling you about my controller problems and everything like that, and you're like, 
just be the snake. <laughs> just become the snake. And... <laughs> you must be the snake. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I got to like level four, and I was just. No, I'm never touching this game again. <laughs> Fuck this game. <laughs> it's, like... it's another collect-a-thon. Um, it is. It is. Let me see if there's a wiki for it. There's probably not. <laughs> like... Oh, there is. <laughs> is there? I'm surprised. <laughs> Snake Pass is a puzzle platform video game developed and published by Sumo Digital for Microsoft Windows, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Pl- I did see it on the Switch, and I think it was on sale for like five bucks, too. Yeah, it's it's that's where I first saw it, and I was like, oh, that's what's up. Uh, yeah. Players play as a snake traversing floating islands in themed levels. So let me let me rephrase that. You play as a snake, and it's the Banjo-Kazooie style collect-a-thon going around 3D platformer. Yeah. You need all the shit to leave the level. You know, it's the, your, yeah. your old classic trope. Um, this is a very interesting game, though, because like I said, you have to be the snake. You must become the snake, and that is because yeah. you, you move like a snake. You are You a literally have to left, right, left, right. Yeah, you left, have to slither. Right. You have to slither. Um, when you, and okay, so uh, if you're holding your controller and looking at it, your thumbstick on the left, uh, your left thumbstick makes you move and stuff. And yeah. A on the Xbox controller, I guess it would be X on the PlayStation, lifts your head. Yeah. And then the tri- your triggers grip. So yeah. Say you want to go up, up these uh pole things that there are. You have to like go up to it, wrap around it, lift your head, and start going up, and then grip. So that you can then swing your head around a little more and then come up and you have to go up it like a snake would. Like you have to really, like I said, become the snake. I'm going to keep saying yeah. that because you had to. It is, it is a snake simulator. That's what it that, is. Absolutely. <laughs> you have to be like, all right, how would a snake get up there? Or, you know, how, yeah, how no, would. For sure. There was a moment that I was like gripping and crawling through this crack thing that I don't even think I was supposed to be able to do. But I know I've seen a coral snake go through between the bricks on my house before. So I know it could be done. So that's why I was like, and maybe that, yeah. maybe that helps because like I'm a Florida boy. So I've seen a lot of fucking snakes just doing their thing out in the wild. So I've yeah. kind of like know how they move. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm just talking yeah. shit now, but <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed it. I gave it a C. Uh, a C. I, I didn't think it was fucking amazing, um, but I had a lot of fun with it. I would go back to it and play it more. Uh, yeah. It was very cute. The art style was wonderful. And no, the, I, I give it that. The art style was great. Like, it almost reminded me of the last Tinker, but with just updated graphics and shit like that. Um, we haven't gotten to it yet, but it reminded me of ukulele. Yeah, and uh, ukulele is 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 a lot like this. It's it's the same style, three D platformer. Um, yeah, when everything talks, it's like that's awesome. Um, and ukulele has um a snake that wears pants and his name is trouser and i think that's the greatest thing ever in any video game like yeah no it. that's that's <laughs> that's a great hidden thing that's almost like rocco yeah working at the adult sex line yeah yeah it's it's one for the parents it's a little joke yeah, for, the one for the parents yeah. one for the parents this is this is the snake trouser <laughs> like yeah. It's like, oh, you don't understand because you're little. Yeah, but but in my mind, I'm going, ha! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And man, that uh, that that's our first year, dude. Yeah, this wraps up this uh hellish fucking apocalypse year. Now, um, we're supposed to play Trails in the Sky next. Yeah. Um, is this a super super long RPG? It's super long, so I want to push uh, it back a little bit. 
yes please do because i go back to work in just a couple weeks like and once i get back to work my time is really gonna get cut short again but oh well then that now would be the fucking time to do the long game what are you talking about (laughs) don't tell me that but uh it's all good i don't mind covering the most on covering the you know the extra on that but i I would actually i was actually thinking about doing that more towards my birthday which is uh yeah let's do it for your birthday then the 21st of january so like around then we can do that so let me uh yeah pull up our handy dandy steamy yeah give him a uh, what do we got click insert generic drum roll sound effect (laughs) that was probably annoying (laughs) (laughs) now that i think about it oh yeah right all right what do we got steamy steamy is done doing his thing and we got number 31 which is cyber dimension neptunia four goddesses online (laughs) yeah another one yeah this is uh, another another hack and slash man so fun um let's check how long to beat we'll see what we're in for so you said hyper dimension right cyber dimension cyber dimension so there's this whole i'll get into it when we talk about the game but there's this whole thing where there's like hyper dimension there's mega tag mention there's mega dimension there's cyber dimension there's all kinds of shit oh this game's like 13 hours long it's not bad cyber dimension neptunia four goddesses online yep four four goddesses online all right well i love the hack and slashes you know that so yes and i get to play as nep nep and i love nep nep yeah you did <laughs> I uh <coughs> this is one of my this has become one of my favorite series. I look forward to playing it. Um Yeah. So man, we've been going a while. This is a long compared to the last this is an hour longer than the last episode I have re- I released <laughs> when I did it by <laughs> myself. So, I, uh, we we covered all of the games we've played so far this year, so Yeah, it'll be a good uh <laughs> I probably won't have next it next year, yeah. Next year's end of the year episode is going to be like fucking four hours because we're going to have 52 weeks of games to actually fucking cover. Yeah, man. Right. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. It'll be double It'll be what great. we did today. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so next episode, Cyber Dimension Neptunia Four Goddesses Online. That's a big mouthful. Um, if, even though I know that this is in the outro, I'm going to say it anyway. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can go to facebook.com slash the Steam Machine Podcast, or you can find us on Twitter at Steam underscore podcast. Or if, uh, you know, Discord is your thing, um, there is a link to our Discord posted at the top of our Facebook page. Um, yeah. You know, you can uh and or you know if discord's not your thing and you love facebook and you want to join the group you can search the steam machine podcast lounge we have a facebook group you can come in there uh yeah and we're just fucking get into the uh get into the discord server and tell me if it's going to be a good idea or a bad idea if i start an OnlyFans for my gaming <laughs> yeah there you go he's gonna he's gonna play with his dick yeah naked gaming yeah only fans i'll make it a free subscription service too just to see how many people would watch <laughs> you get really good at fighting games just slapping it with your dick it's like you can you can flap i bet you could play batman successfully with your penis because like you're just hitting square and triangle every once in a while to reverse and it's and the you... telltale games would be fucking fantastic with that just one thrust one button one thrust one button one thrust like like tenacious deer like come on helmet head let's get it on <laughs> oh Steam Machine God. Podcast on OnlyFans coming soon, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, dude! You don't know why it's so funny to. Well, yeah, you don't because you don't listen to them. But dude, Factory Sealed recently has been making OnlyFans jokes, and so has Tadpog. So like to hear you say oh, yeah. that, I'm just like, that's fucking yeah. hilarious. Because yeah, but we should 
congregate the new the new podcast only fans wave <laughs> yes we should we should <laughs> oh man well guys happy fucking new year we thank you for uh listening to us in this first year we, we picked a terrible year to start a podcast but it turned out to be pretty <laughs> we picked a great year to start a podcast <laughs> look at all this time we had to actually start it <laughs> yeah okay you know what yeah you're right uh it was a terrible year but a good year to start a podcast we'll, we'll put it yeah, that for way. sure uh so with that He's Ryan. I'm Dalton. And as always, guys, take it easy. You can find us at facebook.com slash the Steam Machine Podcast or search Facebook and join our group, the Steam Machine Podcast Lab. You can also find us on Twitter at Steam underscore podcast. We thank everyone for listening and as always, we'll catch you next week.